Welcome to the Strategy Driven Podcast, Acquiring Management Experience. On behalf of the entire Strategy Driven team, I would like to welcome you to this edition of the Strategy Driven Podcast, Acquiring Management Experience. The Strategy Driven Podcast focuses on the tools and techniques executives and managers can use to improve their organization's alignment and accountability to ultimately achieve superior results. These podcasts elaborate on the best practice and warning flag articles found on the Strategy Driven website at www.strategydriven.com. In this episode, Wendy Powell, Human Resources Management Consultant and Business Faculty Member of the University of Phoenix, shares with us her insights on how to gain management experience even if one does not currently hold a management position. Next, we'll explore how to convey this experience such that it opens the doors to a management position within one's organization. So now, without any further delays, let's get started. We are privileged to be joined by Wendy Powell, author of Management Experience Acquired, Necessary Skills for Successfully Managing Any Employee. With more than 25 years of human resource and management consulting experience, Wendy has spent most of her career at the University of Michigan. She is currently on the business faculty at both Palm Beach State College and the University of Phoenix. A member of the Society of Human Resource Management, she received a Leadership Award in 2002 from the Midwest College and University Professional Association for Human Resources. Wendy holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Management and a Master of Arts degree in Organizational Management. Wendy, welcome back to the Strategy Driven Podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it, Nathan great to have you back on the show. This time, we're going to continue really a, a kind of an extension of our conversation, but focusing on acquiring management experience, particularly for those individuals who don't currently hold a management position. Now, to start our conversation, I wanted to ask, given today's economic conditions, which I know we're coming out of a recession, but we're not coming out of it very quickly, has it been more difficult for folks to move from that individual contributor position into the management ranks today? No question about it. With the collapse of the employment market, as we used to know it, mm-hmm. um, the, the problem has been that candidates have not been able to be successful. Um, organizational charts are flattening and collapsing technically. You have them, uh, you have no management positions that have gone away and that results in people in the senior 
levels of organizations taking on more middle manager responsibilities as well as the first line supervisors. So uh, people are definitely waiting in the wings longer, either from the outside looking in or even from the inside of the organization. They feel like there's not much uh, movement, nowhere for them to go. If you don't mind, kind of as an extension to that question, do, do you see people as needing almost, in some cases, to move to a different organization in order to move up? Yeah, I mean, technically they do. It, they say that it's easier to move up and to get an increase uh, if you go to another organization to, to, to get a higher level position. The problem is there aren't that many to go around at this point. Uh, and again, they have, there's a, a real collapse of that middle uh, manager role. Well, Wendy, for those folks that company leaders are considering to elevate into a management position, what are the key qualities they're looking for that person to possess? It's hands down creativity and dedication. They're looking for someone to uh, pump up their business, their bottom line, help mm -hmm. dig them out in many situations of the status quo. There are really two separate competencies. There's the individual contributor. And the individual contributor, competencies are different for every single job. And people cultivate those roles. But when they're going into a management role, that is a whole different level of competencies, requirements that they need to cultivate and grow. And, and you know, it varies by position. However, good leaders have the, the same kinds of principles in mind. They have the, good, the same kinds of qualifications. They, they are forward thinkers, goal setters, someone who knows how to get the job done. This is what organizations are looking for, is someone who will be camera ready, if you will, to go in, step in to the role, hit the bricks running, and, and start, um, start leading in the organization. But getting those competencies is another story entirely. That's a great segue into my next question because you know, so many people that I work with, they're not in management positions and they want to gain that experience and those competencies. How do those individuals that aren't holding management positions actually gain those experiences and key competencies that they need to move up? Well, that is an age-old question. How you get management experience when you have to have it to get the job? It's, it's tough. Um, you need to get the practice of management and, and, and being comfortable to understand the concepts. Uh, there are many different methods. You know, take a refresher class. You know, go to an adult education program uh, to learn the management concepts. Um, in fact, my book, Management Experience Acquired, does just that. It gives the practice of management concepts uh, where you learn about the principles and you apply them immediately. So people really need to go and seek that out it, within an organization. If you are currently working, you can approach the senior leadership, say, I am very interested in moving up in the, within this organization, and this is what I can do for you, and this is what I want to learn. Get a mentor, get in a shadow someone. Ask if you can work with people uh, to do project leadership. You know, that's a great segue for most people, right within their own department. Say, I want to take on more responsibility, and I want to lead people. Start inching away at it, get some success behind you, and you're going to gain that confidence, and you're going to gain um, what it takes um, to be that good leader and forward thinker. Wendy, sometimes I see people when they gain 
that kind of management experience. They do it, maybe it's on a special initiative or a project within the company. Sometimes I see people go out, for instance, they serve on nonprofit boards or maybe they lead a not-for-profit effort. How do you then take that experience and communicate it in an effective way to your manager or the management team that's going to make that decision that you will be considered for elevation? You always keep an ongoing conversation with your manager about your skills and about your goals. Don't expect the manager to do it for you. Uh, I had a wonderful boss at one time who always said, you need to be contacting me to tell me what you're doing. He said, I can't keep up with you. I can't make sure that I know what everybody's doing. You need to be telling me exactly what you're out there doing. That's where your end road is. That's where you're working with the boss, and the boss is going to notice the different things that you're doing. If you're volunteering on a board, by all means, tell the boss. Explain what it is that you've gained from from this kind of experience. If you're going to um, to volunteer at your church or or a, a shelter, take on some leadership responsibilities there and apply it to the workplace immediately because you can see immediate results when you're getting those actual on-the-job gains. On-the-job can be in your regular position or in a volunteer position. It helps you. It, it gets you contacts within the community. Uh, you can use those people as your um, as your mentors. You can use them as a reference. Go to your former professor. Go to someone you liked in college and, mm-hmm. and see what uh, they can help you with. There's a wealth of information out there, and you might want to get recommendations there. You might want to learn some new principles that are being discussed as at in contemporary classes. Wendy, when you see these kind of interactions where an individual is conveying to their manager the experience that they've gained, is that usually a, a one-on-one meeting? Do you do it in maybe a, a formal write-up that you present? Uh, how do you see that working? Most managers have one-on-ones with their employees, at least the good ones do. They have a one-on-one periodically. It doesn't have to be weekly. It can be monthly or whatever the case may be. But you need to use that one-on-one time with the boss to explain to them what your goals are, how they can help you uh, achieve your goals. And and you need to be looking at that person as the, the, the springboard for your next um, your next position, your next management job, either inside the organization or outside the organization. Use that material. Use that contact. But it should be uh, a one-on-one. Uh, you know, most people, when they're in a meeting setting, they don't necessarily have uh, the the actual one-on-one experience of talking with the boss and, and marketing yourself. What you're doing is marketing yourself. Mm-hmm. You're keeping the boss surprised and make sure you do that on a one-on-one basis. There's nothing wrong with contacting the boss and saying, let's do lunch and let's talk about exactly what I've been doing here and how I can contribute to this company. An issue that a lot of people express to me, and that is one of tenure, and I'll call it the tenure barrier to management. This is when individuals have the prerequisite knowledge and experiences, the skills, they've demonstrated management capability, but they're told that they're simply not tenured enough for the position. How does an individual who wants to move forward with their career break through a tenure barrier? Yeah. In fact, 
there are pros and cons to tenure at this point. Because of the fact that employers are looking for people to bring new ideas, new creativity, new blood into the organization, sometimes tenure can be uh, a negative factor for people that are um, are moving within an organization. It can be positive or negative, and there are definitely the pros and cons just to longer seniority or tenure within the organization. As we all know, people that are in the, in the younger generations look to people that are the older generations with more seniority, more tenure, and say, hey, why are you still here? Mm-hmm. Uh, where where the, that person is saying, you know, I am contributing to my organization. This has been my career choice. Um, but cultivate that. Um, I always tell my students that it's a good place um, to get into a company and stay there and get your seniority and prove yourself along the way. But, you know, the reality is about four years is the average tenure of someone within an organization. So if you're planning on staying within the organization, you're comfortable there, you want to make that your lifelong career, then you need to be doing a good marketing job with yourself, just like we talked about with the boss. But, you know, tenure can go either way. Wendy, before we close, you have a website, and it's www.managementexperienceacquired.com that provides a lot of commonly used tools and templates for managing employees. Would you mind telling us a little bit about your website and the resources our listeners can find there? Oh, certainly. Uh, the, the website focuses on my book. It focuses on the um, television um, radio appearances that I have done uh, concerning management issues. Um, I also uh, write a blog business and politics column for Huffington Post. All my articles are there as well. And I also have a page that has some management resources. For people that are interested in looking at templates, I have some templates loaded in there that are really, as far as I'm concerned, the best approaches to writing um, letters to people, to uh, evaluate people. I've got what I call the best darn performance appraisal on there where you can download that. It's a management by objectives process, last chance agreements, settlement agreements. So you can see all that material. You can also download a chapter of my book on there as well. And... Everyone should know, you know, I've personally been to your website. I read your articles in the Huffington Post. I love them all. And we will put a link from the article that accompanies this podcast to your website so that folks can get very quickly from one to the other. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aaron. Well, Wendy, I want to thank you not only for your time, but for sharing your insights on gaining management experience, particularly for those individuals who are not serving in a management role. You know, we get questions from those folks who are working really to find these opportunities on a day-to-day basis, and I know the insights that you shared with us will greatly help them in that pursuit. So thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Strategy Driven Podcast. I would like to personally thank Wendy Powell for being with us today and sharing her insights on gaining managerial experience. As always, we would appreciate receiving your feedback by email at podcast at strategydriven.com. If you enjoyed the show, please consider recommending us on iTunes and visiting our website at www.strategydriven.com. You can find more information about Wendy Powell and Management Experience Acquired at 
www.managementexperienceacquired.com. Until next time, so long.